FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 244 of the podcast that goes snicked. Holy snicky snicked. Yeah, a lot of episodes. That is a lot of episodes. <laughs> Coming up on the big 250. 250. Yeah, so I'll put a poll on the social medias later, but um, be thinking about, and feel free to answer beforehand. Um, oh, I will. Not you. Your say is very minimal. Thanks. As is mine. Okay. Um, anyway, listeners, you can decide for episode 250, you want us to do a typical anniversary episode where we do a movie review and a live commentary track. Where you can listen to Max chew on his bone incessantly. Yeah, there's a lot of noise in the background on this episode. I, I apologize, but... That is where we is. The dog's chewing on his bone, the dryer's going, the dishwasher. dishwasher. <laughs> you know, get in where you fit in, podcasters. Um, an 11-year-old might make an appearance. <laughs> never know. Scurry of little feet I hear? No. Yeah. And they're not little. No. They're his huge. Feet are almost <laughs> as big as mine. They're so big. <laughs> not quite. But um, anyway, um, we all can decide for... We're going to do Wolverine Origins for episode 250. Okay. And so the listeners can decide whether you want us to do a live commentary track like we've done in the past. Uh Uh-huh. Or if you'd rather just watch the movie and talk about it like we do the comics. Yeah. So, you know, I'll leave that up to everybody else. I don't know if you guys find the commentary tracks entertaining or not. No one's ever really mentioned it one way or the other. So, um... (laughs) Y'all vote and tell me, and we will do whatever the majority says. So, so basically, two people. <laughs> if Georgie and Pat are on the same side, we'll go that way. If they don't, I'll need a tiebreaker. Yeah. And considering Pat doesn't always listen to the new episodes, he may not <laughs> but he'll he will see the social media. He's very good about that. Pat doesn't listen to our new episodes. No, he doesn't read the new comics, so I think um. he pops in every now and then just to see what we're up to, but. Oh. Yeah. Pat. Yeah. Anyway. Um, oh, by the way, this is the episode for July. It's our first bonus episode. I don't know if we'll have more than one or not. But um, Probably not. We're going to talk about our main squeeze Wolverine books. We have a couple. We have All-New Wolverine number 22 and Old Man Logan number 26. Both now officially part of the resurrection. Um banner but you know we're gonna keep going our regular episodes because denise begged me she said don't let everybody else talk about these books that i love so much <laughs> i actually don't mind wolverine no it's, it's pretty good it's still one of the better books on the well we'll get there we'll get there but anyway uh we, we wanted to get this out before we went we are currently ready Getting ready to prepare to go on our vacation. Vacay! We're very excited. <laughs> very. <laughs> quite, quite excited to 
have some time off work and get away from the house and, you know, let Max spend for himself for a week or two. Yeah. Um, Eat the neighbor's cat. (laughs) Right. Hopefully not getting eaten by that giant bobcat I saw the other night. Oh, my goodness. I I would wonder if they tangled who would win. I don't know. Max maybe has like five to ten pounds on him, but bobcats are pretty mean. Yeah, but can be. Max can be pretty. Well, he's mean to me. He's not mean to anybody else. I don't know. You took him for a walk, and I thought he was going to oh. eat that lady. Yes, our racist dog. No, I think she had a water bottle in her hand, yes. and she was like power walking. Yeah. And so it, I think in his mind, he thought she was trying to hit him. Yeah, or run at us. Yeah, and it just it freaked and him out. we were out. walking with Ollie, so he was extra protective. And now he's jumping on the door because he said, you know what? I've already given my owner scars on the arm today. Let me scratch up the the wood on the door real fast. Oh, well, you mean dig a little deeper? Yeah, yeah. If we ever decide to sell this house, the first thing on the list is to (laughs) replace the Retrim the back door because Max has tore the life out of it. Because we love him, but he's a terrible dog. Yeah. No, actually, he's a really good dog. He's just, he was a rescue. We haven't ever quite been able to get rid of some of the wild tendencies that that he had for almost a year before we found him. Well, poor thing. We think someone beat him because you put your hands in your pocket or you cross your arms. He gets real nervous really fast. And it just, he loves kids and he's very protective of kids. Yeah. But no, he's a great dog. And just, yeah. you know, just little things kind of a pain in the butt. But it's totally worth it. And I would definitely recommend, you know, go out and rescue a dog. Yeah. Help help the world be a little bit better place. Yeah. And help that doggy's world be a whole lot of a better place. Yeah. So anyway, we love our Max, even though he gives me scars on my arm because <laughs> he jumps at me. And he drives us crazy when he <laughs> back talks. But he is also the best snuggle companion. He is. And he's funny. <laughs> he and when I say he back talks, he really does talk yeah, to you does. like a person. Yeah, yeah, he'll back talk. But, but anyway, this is not the podcast against Max. Um You mean woo 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 He does get our executive producer credit, but um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, you ready to talk about some comics? Sure. All right, here we go. Woo woo. All right, first up we have all new Wolverine number twenty two. Which is written by Tom Taylor, penciled by Leonard Kirk, inked by Leonard Kirk and Corey Hampshire. Not a hamster. Now, there's a Wolverine in this book. Is he New Hampshire? <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Sorry. Um, <laughs> colors by Michael Garland and Eric Arseniega, maybe. Uh, letters by VCs Joe Sabino. And the cover is by Lino Francis New. And Romulo Fajardo Jr. And on the cover we have Wolverine going up against the Guardians of the Galaxy, including Baby Groot. No? I went fishing on that one. Oh, was I? Oh, I'm Groot. No, no, I thought maybe a little head would pop in the room. Or not, a not so little head would pop in the room. Oh, um, I think he has his headphones in. Yeah, I think so too. He got his eye touch back. Yeah. After... Being grounded. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. 
this is not the podcast against parenting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Wolverine facing off against the Guardians. Um, I think it's a pretty great cover. What do you think? Um. Okay, I'm going to be nitpicky. There is one thing, and I have no idea why my eye was brought to it. But it was brought to it, and now it's the only flipping thing I can see on the cover, and it's driving me crazy. The underbutt? The... Yeah, the underbutt. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I see now. I can't even see the cover. I just see the... Right. So you see Laura's butt cheeks hanging past her um, pants. Or no, I but mean, what? Not, she's in pants, but... But I think part of it's Drax. Like, that's not her butt. Oh, yeah, that is Drax and the inside of his coat. Yeah. yeah it's it, just that didn't need to be placed. there. Yeah. <laughs> and neither did her, like, underside butt cheek. Right. Well, you know. When you and you is a sexy dude, you like to draw sexy stuff, so. Yeah, but you built her very athletic. No, yeah, she looks great, I personally think. Um, she does a lot of lunges and squats. <laughs> And I like her little jacket and her gloves and her suit. It's, it's cool. And the only thing I kind of wish Groot was we could see Groot's face and maybe Rocket's face. Yeah, instead but, of um, the back of him. Yeah. But no, I think it's a really good cover. It'll probably be the cover image for the podcast. No. Anyway, uh, what happens in this book? Remember, we just had a virus that was that Laura got to have a little messiah complex and heal it, but then she died at the end. Right, so we open up with Gabby and Deadpool, and they are sort of bantering back and forth. They've switched masks. Yes, it's bizarre. <laughs> Which is kind of gross for Gabby. Yeah. Because she's going to get, well, she's wearing a mask and is always on Deadpool's sweaty, disgusting head, and then, yeah, you know, she's going to get her mask back that was on Deadpool's <laughs> sweaty, disgusting head. So while they're bantering, Laura wakes up. And, of course, Gabby's like, hey, the people loved us. You saved the day. You healed everyone. Woohoo! And we got a new apartment. It's better than the one that we had. And I actually like this this part because Laura goes, we don't accept anything. Yeah, because someone gave them the apartment, like, yeah. out of gratitude. Yeah. Laura's like, that's not why we're heroes. Yeah. And Gabby's like, well, I knew you'd say that. So I accepted it. <laughs> and Jonathan and I are going to live there. And we would love for you to live there. <laughs> And then uh, Wolverine face palms because Gabby and Wade are now best friends. Yes. Which I really enjoyed their interplay. I, they are very bizarre together, but I do enjoy their, like you said, their interplay. Yeah. And then Laura kicks Deadpool out. Doesn't and want him to be a bad influence on Gabby, so. And Gabby gives Deadpool a gift. Yeah. It's her finger. Her middle finger. She gave him the finger. Yeah, because it grows back. And it can grow back, right. So he gets to keep one. Now, will the finger grow into a little Gabby? I don't know, but Deadpool's <laughs> overly excited about this. Yes, he's like, that's so gross, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Deadpool's kind of nasty. Yeah. But um, anyway, we don't see the finger, because you're no. worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, Captain Marvel shows up. Yeah, and basically says, hey, you know, while you were resting... We were able to, because we had time on our side, we were able to find, you know, excrete the virus from you, create a cure. Yeah, because she's been out a couple of weeks. Yeah, and right? Laura's like, how long have I been out? And she's like, oh, two weeks. Laura freaks out. 
Right. She's like, some girl came to this planet and had my name on her lips. I have to find out who this is. I have to go see S.H.I.E.L.D. So mm-hmm. they go off to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. So in case you're reading along in the greater Marvel Universe, feel free to let me know what you think. I can't decide. This is obviously not happening during Secret Empire. I feel like it's probably all before. Right. I mean, she's and she's going to get out into space, so... It's either before or after, because during Secret Empire, you can't go to space because of the, the planetary shield. But um, I'm guessing it's probably, this is all before, is my guess. But if anyone has a good reason for why it's after, let me know. Okay. So they run into Fury, and they're like, hey, where's Hill? And Fury's like, I am now your new liaison. She goes, you tried to kill me. He's like, that's why we have a bond. <laughs> yep. So they discover this random uncharted quadrant of space is where this uh, spaceship came from. Right. So they decide they're going to hook her up with the Guardians of the Galaxy to take her there. Yeah, exactly. And Gabby's so excited that Jonathan and her are going to space. Yeah. This is the part that's a little weird because I felt like that the Guardians were all on Earth, right? They got grounded. They had the whole grounded storyline, right? So this makes sense. Right. And then I thought the first time they went back to space was to fight the Chitari in Secret Empire. That's when they came back together. And obviously they're together now and going into space. So that's, that's I, I know I'm being super continuity. Well, could it have been that they went up and then came back? And then disbanded again and got back together again? I don't know, maybe. Like, take a mini vacay. <laughs> Laura is. But it's baby Groot, and Groot was big. Oh. Yeah. So, but then, I mean, then Groot was just kind of suddenly baby. Like, they haven't explained that yet in the comic. Do you think they're just trying to go with the flow of the movies? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. But he's not little for the same reason. So we'll find out later. That's that's in an upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy story. But um, Why he's baby Groot? Yeah. Something happened to him. Somebody did something to him. They took an axe to him. Yeah. But anyway... Um, so yeah, they're gonna all go into space together, and and Gabby understands <laughs> Groot. Yeah, I also though love how Rocket meets Jonathan. And I love that Jonathan's in like a full-on Wolverine costume now. Yeah, <laughs> and that's really great. Uh, so Rocket and Jonathan sniff each other. Um, <laughs> really fantastic. And Rocket's like, I like this guy. Yeah, and then we have our one panel of mystery. We have a dude in a cloak with a big X on his face. Looks almost like a Star Wars spy type character. Yeah, it does. And what, what do they reveal? It says, the Wolverine is gone. Our primary target is now Dokken. Yeah. So I have a feeling this is not really related to the virus, but I guess it could be. What did you think? I had no idea. Yeah, I think it's like a story yet to come. I just kind of went with the flow. Right. I was like, oh, dude with a black X on his face is now after Dawkins. We'll never find out for another, like, two books. <laughs> I'm excited that Dawkins might actually have a place to be now. Maybe it'll be in this book for a little bit. That could be cool. Eh. Yeah, all right. I do love baby Groot. I am Groot. I, I love Do you Gabby's. think she understands him? I think she's just repeating him. I don't, she's like such she's a saying, weird That's all you need character. to know. I, I am Groot, yeah. I do love the little baby Groot. I always love baby Groot. Um, yeah, her and Gabby are 
little Groot and Gabby hit it off just fine. Then there's kind of a. <laughs> so I love best page this of the page. Book. Yeah. Because, so it's a page in the book where Star-Lord and Wolverine are basically kind of, they're having a conversation. It's a back and forth. Right. And Star-Lord is basically being suspicious. Right. Like, you're a Wolverine. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still a Wolverine. And how's this going to go down? Right. And Laura's like, hey, but this kid came to space with my name on her lips. And he's like, yeah, but maybe they were trying to take you out. Not you needed to go help them. Right. It's a trap. Yeah. So, but while this whole thing is going on, <laughs> in the background of every panel, of and there's every, six of them, right? Yes. So Jonathan and Baby Groot start off; they're just staring at each other. Then Jonathan <laughs> decides that Baby Groot is a chew toy. <laughs> <laughs> then Gabby comes and is like, "No, no, 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 no!" Yeah. And then Baby Groot rides Jonathan. Well, you have the, that we've seen the panel we've seen with Max a million times. Where he drops it and he's just jaw sitting open like, I did what you said. <laughs> I dropped it. I, I released, released. Um, but I can pick it back up, right? right. Yeah, but then Gabby picks the baby Groot up and puts him on Jonathan's back. Yeah. Rides him like a little horsey. Which we've done with Ollie and Max. No. No, <laughs> we have not. We've held Ollie. Just you for, did it. Just kind of over him. Just for a second, but Max hates it so much. He I can't does. He, oh, that and zombie walking. Yes. No, he likes that. <laughs> oh, does he now? As yeah. he goes. <laughs> yeah, he likes to try to eat my arm. <laughs> if you pick Max up under his armpits and put him on his hind legs, his front legs go straight out. <laughs> like a little Frankenstein. And if you kind of walk with him, he'll like try to chew on your arm. So we call him Walker Max. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it takes him a week to get to this little moon. Yeah. And this moon has a deserted city on it. But only a week. Sure. O- only a week. They were traveling like a light speed, right? I mean, yeah, but even if you traveled at light speed, wouldn't it take you like a year to get to Jupiter? Hyperspace, sci-fi, man. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't. T- it doesn't usually take the Guardians that long to get anywhere. That's oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. Um, so again, we argue about Gabby staying on the ship. They decide that Jonathan. That's why Gabby needs to stay. Yeah. Which I think is ingenious. It's a pretty good parental move. Yeah, so they go and find Biodome and Polly Shore's in there. <laughs> and they shoot at some stuff and some big guns pop out. There's some aliens. Um, Wolverine explains the situation. And they have these looks on their face like, yeah. <gasps> she made it? Yeah, the little baby alien was Arphesia. Yeah, and so then all of a sudden the guns start firing and the right. Guardians get real scared like they're going <laughs> to shoot at them. And Drax like group hugs everybody to protect them. Yeah, and then they realize they're not being shot at. They're being shot behind them. Yeah, there's a bunch of nasty broods. So we get a big old snicked. Oh, I thought they were cockroaches. <laughs> well, same thing. Uh, Kenny calls them, Kenny probably calls them squeezoids or space roaches. Yeah. Gross. Yep. With a big old nasty brood, we get a nice snicked. And, um,. Rocket goes, brood, run! And Wolverine goes, Gabby, and runs into him. And <laughs> Rocket goes, I meant run away. Why would I need to clarify? <laughs> I'm so glad Rocket's in this book. Um, then we get maybe my just, maybe just the coolest panel of the book. We get a really dark, shadowy Wolverine just slicing through some brood with a schlick. 
Um, it's a it's a fantastic panel. Yeah, and Gabby from the ship sees that Laura is fighting the giant cockroaches. Yeah, so she gets a snick with her little bone claw. Yeah, pops out. Rockets jumping around, shooting his little gun. Yeah, so they're gonna retreat into the dome. And he wants Groot and Gabby and Jonathan to stay on the ship, so Groot's going to close the hangar. <gasps> but, alas... The cockroach grabbed Gabby. Yeah, with the little tentacles. So and Jonathan tries to bite her free, but he can't. He gets thrown back in and knocked out, and little baby Groot tries to pet him. I really... They can't kill Jonathan. No, if they, they do, he's, no, he's I'm going to be so upset. He's just hurt. And they wanted to show that he wanted to fight for Gabby, but Gabby still had to be captured. So so plot demanded that he get tossed to the side. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that pisses Gabby right off, and she goes into the fray, um, and Drax grabs Wolverine so she can't go after her. And she's like, sorry, it's too late. And we see Gabby being carried off by a pile of brood to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. So what did you think of the art? The art was... Eh. That was pretty good. I, am not, I haven't been loving Kirk's run on this book so far, but I thought he handled the Guardians pretty well. Yeah, and I just wasn't overly happy with how Gabby was drawn. Yeah, no, I'm not in his Wolverine. Not super stoked about either, but I thought his Guardians are pretty great. Yeah. Um, and he... There were a few more kind of awesome panels in this book than have been in the last couple. Um, a lot of that had to do with the Guardians and, of course, the, the shadowy... That whole page where we see the brood and Wolverine starts hacking through him and Gabby comes out. That's a great double page of art. Um, so I, I thought it was a little more to my taste than has been, but still not like... I mean, he's not going to jump up and be my favorite Wolverine artist Right. By any stretch, but, but solid. Yeah. What do you think of the story? I like the story. Oh, I a did lot. a lot. I thought it was a great way to segue from kind of a decent story about the little virus to let's just turn this into a really fun adventure. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really cool. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Um, I think maybe this is just where I've come as a reader. Right. So maybe maybe, you know, you can hear this and kind of take my grades on everything going forward with kind of this in mind. Because we just recently had a brood story. or I say recently, a few months ago in Old Man Logan. Right. Um, as one of Lemire's last stories before he did his kind of lame duck story. Um, and it was we kind of thought, nah, OK. Yeah. You know, not not great in the story department. Good art, but, you know, we're all that fussed about it. Um, I think it's because Lemire was just so serious. And maybe I still like really serious books, but I expect a certain amount of meat with them. And I wasn't really getting that. But I think I more prefer, I mean, The Brood are still pretty nasty and scary in this book, but it's just a much more fun book. Yeah. And I just liked it a lot more. I think the interaction of characters. Yeah, well, were, yes, definitely. There's something. And Taylor just nails it. Taylor is great at little situations with characters. Yeah, like I, I really enjoyed, as gross as it was, the whole Deadpool 
Gabby interchange. Yeah. And then I love how Rocket just he adds levity. Yeah. To the situation and I but I think that's why I also really enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy like period. Right. Because as serious as something can get, there's always someone who's got some smart ass comment. Yeah. It's a ship full of smart asses. Yeah. yeah. Um but no, I thought I thought it was really good. Um really enjoyed the heck out of it. Um just Taylor, I mean just continually you know, we don't give every issue like perfect scores, but this is consistently we're twenty two issues in. I mean one one of my favorite books on the shelf. Yeah. And so yeah, so with that in mind, what do you want to grade all new Wolverine number twenty two? I'm going to give it five out of six. Yeah, me too. If I liked the art a little better, I maybe could have gone six. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll go five out of six. So, let's see if we can get a six on the next one. Oh. <laughs> Old Man Logan number you 26. Um, Written by Ed Brisson, or Brisson, I don't know. I like him though, or usually, really like his, his past stuff. Um. Art by Mike Diodato Jr. Colors by Frank Martin. Letters by VC's Corey Pettit. Woohoo! And the cover is by Diodato Jr. and Martin. And the cover is Maestro and a gang of hulks giving the beat or having just given the beat down to Old Man Logan on some rubble. Yeah, it's a nice cover. Yeah, it is a nice cover. I like the green X. Yeah, looks good. It's a nice touch. Yeah, and the claws and the Logan and the logo, the Logan logo. Um, yeah, pretty good cover. So if you remember, oh, I really like the title page, um, the credit page. You know how the Resurrection books have a banner, um, and the Aldi Wolverine one was fantastic. This one's pretty cool too. It's pretty bloody. There's a red bar, Old Man Logan popping through it, yelling at the sky with his claws out, and just blood all over the place. But it's a pretty great image. So this is Days of Anger Part 2. Um, we start off with a nicely colored flashback of the Wastelands then. And we have our giant armed old man Logan working on his farm, talking about how the pigs are sick with old man Hawkeye and his son Scotty. Yep. Not a bad scene. Not crazy about the super arm, super Popeye arms on, on old man Logan, but yeah. that's the choice that Diodato has made, and he's consistent, has been since he could do it took over the book so uh, is what it is um we come to now there's some survivalist compound in yukon canada uh i immediately thought "Ooh, we're gonna get some sheltered via old man logan not quite but anyway um the maestro and one of the whole babies show up and they're gonna take the compound and, and it's bloody yes an it's army brutal of, yeah an army of hulks fall from the trees uh, we get a Hulk smash where he's thunderclapping a guy's head. We get a squelch and a schluck and a rip. And it's luckily small panels because it's pretty gross. Yeah, I actually was very um, disturbed. <laughs> so it makes you a little queasy, especially if you're not feeling hot. <laughs> so we go to the... Then we go to the Department H compound that the Hulks had just left. Old Man Logan is hot on the trail. I really, these are some really cool looking panels. Yeah. Uh, largely due to the colors, but the art's great too. Um, 
Logan's kind of sn- sniffing blood. He's getting off his motorcycle. Um, goes inside. He knows they're there, but now they're gone. He sees nuclear missiles. That makes him worried. We go back to the compound where Maestro is explaining to everybody that the Hulks are going to take over the planet. And they have to fight all the humans because they already killed this Earth Bruce Banner, which, remember, Hawkeye did that in um, Civil War too. Um, so then he talks to his little Hulkling guys and says, you know, Bobby Joe's got to go. He put yeah. us all at risk. Um, he put old man Logan on our trail. And so old man Logan has lost the scent. He calls Puck and asks him to do some satellite recon. Puck so I can need some help. And old man Logan is struggling with it, but he's already swallowed his pride enough just to call and ask for this kind of help. And can't ask for the help he needs. That won't come back to bite at all. No. So anyway, uh, more Hulk uh, family dysfunction. <laughs> and then... Um, Wolverine's riding down the road. Yeah. He's trying to get back on the scent. Yeah, so he, the punk tells him where they went. And the maestro tells his little Hulk army. He says, take Billy, Bob, and just backtrack. Because Logan's coming. Right. He meet wants, him before he meets us. Right. And teach Bobby, Bobby Joe, or Billy Bob, whatever his name, Billy Bob, yeah, teach Billy Bob a lesson. So they grenade launch, or what appears to be a grenade launcher. Yeah, probably, something like that. On Wolverine's motorcycle. Yeah. Destroying the motorcycle. Good panels. Yeah. They run over him with a monster jeep. Yeah, they then, shoot him. Yeah, super bloody. And then they give... Almost Frank Miller-esque looking, by the way. Yeah. And they give uh, Billy Bob a gun yeah. and say, put one in his brain, make sure yeah. it rattles around. Even though he has an adamantium skull, but Billy Bob's a little slow on the uptake. Yeah. So Billy Bob's like, come on, keep it together. Yeah. He can't heal that fast, so just, just do it. Except when he gets up to him, he, he gun sh- is hesitates. Empty. Yeah, but when he finally pulls the trigger... Quick, not loaded. And then another really bloody scene is our Hulks to line up like a firing squad and shoot Billy Bob down. Yeah, and Billy Bob is now next to the massacred Wolverine. Yep, him and old man Logan lying and bleeding in the snow. Yep. That's that, Jeff. And that's not going to bite the Hulks in the butt. No, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have a Logan-Billy Bob team up next issue. Oh, yeah, and then they'll have the girl on the inside, his sister. Right, who has qualms about the way the, the maestro is doing things. Yes. Um, anyway, what did you think of the art? Really? I just... Oh. I'm not into it. Yeah, it was it was very violent, very brutal, but that was really good. I love the colors, love the panel layout. Not I'm not really into the super forearms, but other than that, I like most of the choices... Um, could have been a little less bloody. It's almost like 90s image bloody. Yeah, I um, just, I didn't understand. I don't know, maybe I didn't understand or I just didn't appreciate the storyline because when they're like, yeah, so we're going to, they've already killed banners. There's a war coming, so we're just going to speed it up. What? Well, the maestro just wants to take over the world. I, I mean, know, but it just, I don't know who this guy is, so I could really give a rat's patootie about him. <laughs> There's not much reason to care about him. Sorry for all you. Uh, I guess 
It might show originally appear in Age of No, it wasn't Age of Apocalypse. Maybe it was Age of Apocalypse. I don't remember. Um, or Onslaught. Or, I don't. I don't know when he first showed up, but he showed up at some point. Um, and he's kind of fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, here he is with this Hulk army trying to take over the world. I thought the art was great. I thought the story was so so. Yeah. I'm just, um, I'm kind of over the story. Yeah. Even though the story just started. <laughs> it just started and I'm done. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, what would you like to grade Old Man Logan number 26? I'm really teeter-tottering here. On what? If it should be a two or a three. Mm, okay. I feel like a two is too harsh, but I feel like a three is too nice. <laughs> well, you have to go one way or the other. Night, Muppet. I'll give it a three. Wow. I know we talked about this very differently, but I also am giving Old Man Logan number 26 three out of six claws. Yeah, I, I was just kind of middle of the road. It was middle of the road. And for all the things that I didn't like about it, I can't really hold it against the book because I don't know the story behind those characters. Like, I don't really care about Maestro. Right. So, but I shouldn't hold that against the book. Well, no, but if, if really the book doesn't make you care, then that's on the that's on the writer. Yeah, but if there's somebody who's a big Maestro fan and is All like, right. this is awesome. Well, so if you're a huge Maestro fan and you're reading this book, uh, let us know how you feel about his um, participation. That's a dumb word. Um, his appearance. Yeah. Does it suit the maestro? Is it? Is, I mean, do you, is it satisfying as a fan? Because as a not really care about <laughs> reader, um, it's not really. This isn't making me like him, right? And I right. guess that's the issue. Like, if you, coming in kind of meh, it's not changing my mind. And a good writer shouldn't make you change your mind, right? Right. Um, it, that came out wrong. Briss is a good writer. If you want to read something that's very not middle of the road, him and Mike Perkins' Iron Fist book right now is really good. So check that out. Uh, read that instead. <laughs> My recommendation. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that's going to do it. Up next, we're going to New Orleans. That's right. Yeah. But Nola, baby. That's right. Going to see... Denise is going to give me a, a nostalgia tour, and I'm just going to have fun. Yep. And take the boys, see what fun they can have. Um, but as far as what's next for the podcast, the next episode, I've already recorded a really epic flashback episode with John Wilson um, on a mm, epic in length. <laughs> Marvel Comics Presents Stories, so that'll be next. Um, just got to finish editing it. It'll go up, you know, probably sometime while we're out of town. But um, anyway, uh, then after that, we're going to start gearing up. We got 250 coming up. We also have the fifth anniversary of the podcast coming up. <gasps> so, really? Yeah, lots of fun stuff immediately on the horizon. So we'll, We've been doing this for five years. Yeah. I think I'm owed some back paychecks. <laughs> I will give you 50% of everything I've earned from the podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. How much is that? You're looking at it. Oh. 
I think you can have a few pounds, maybe. I think the podcast is. I don't need any of those. Pounds. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, yeah. So that's gonna do it. That's it. Hope you enjoyed your bonus July episode. <laughs> Max is gonna drink us into oblivion. You hear that? You hear that, listener? That's what you gave her sticking around to the end. Anyway. Um, as usual, like the Facebook page. Twitter is at Snickcast. And show notes and stuff are snickcast.podbean.com. He got me all wet. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, anyway, until next time, hugs and snicks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. And, and snack. <laughs> Max did his own snack. No, you can't. You can't. Outdo me. It's not one upmanship, Max. I get the last word. Snack! <laughs> <laughs>